Diamond for diamond, no one compares with Mervis. At Mervis Diamond Importers, our natural diamonds come straight from the mines in Africa and our mermaid lab-grown diamonds beat all others for quality and value. Come view our brilliant diamonds, both natural and lab-grown. Mervis Diamonds are so bright and full of fire, they will blow you away. So will the affordable prices. Our diamonds may steal your heart, but not your wallet. See our mermaid lab-grown diamonds and learn how to get a larger diamond for less. You can get a bigger mermaid lab-grown diamonds than you ever thought possible. And with Mervis Financing, you can enjoy up to five years to pay with zero interest. Our generous full-value trader policy and our lifetime warranty program easily make Mervis your first choice. When you mount a world-class Mervis diamond into a designer ring from our huge collection, there is no equal. Mervis Diamond Importers. For an appointment, call 800-HER-LOVE or go to MervisDiamond.com. Again, that's 800-HER-LOVE or go to MervisDiamond.com. You've tuned into a podcast with me, Anupama Chopra. I do hope you enjoy listening to this conversation. Every time, every time he's made a film, he's made me feel like I just wanted to be a part of that film. I wish I was a part of that film. No, there's a lot going on in this field. It, there's a lot that we have to learn to adapt to and adjust to. Um, and sometimes, some people, sometimes we make it look easy, but it's not easy. So lovely to see all of you. Vicky, uh, I'm going to start with you. Uh, you know, from the beginning of your career, Masan, till Sardar Udham, you've kind of perfected the art of sort of tragic drama, right? But I've always heard actors say that comedy is actually the hardest thing to do. Yeah. So did you find that while making this film? I did. I did. Really? I, yes, I did. Because it was the first time for me. So I felt like I was, I was working on my first film. Also, because I, I sensed that I was the most nervous when there was a... See, when there's a big dramatic scene where you have to cry and all of that, you're not as nervous as when there's a big funny scene. Because the pressure is more in the funny scene. Because you have to land on the joke. Like Because you, you'll either miss it completely or you will land on it. And also what happens on set is you do it multiple times. So nobody's reacting on set. So you keep feeling that it's not funny. But I So no one's actually laughing. No one's actually laughing. Probably right. in the first take, probably in the rehearsal, but not after a point where sun jara, ye jara, ye jara, uske beech mein comedy karni hai. Right. So uh, so it's it's it was very difficult for me to gauge if it's landing well. Of course, there's Shashank there who's who's kind of familiar to that grammar, which is comedy, which is more like kind of that vibrant world. So I was really relying on him uh, that you know if it's if it's landing well or not, but it would make me nervous. Unlike unlike the serious roles or unlike the drama, because in that uh, you just know you've hit it. Uh, that 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 kind of sensitive note or that 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 kind of emotional note. But in comedy, uh, also it's got to got a lot to do with uh, the give and take between actors, uh, the, the exchange between actors. Sometimes an emotional scene is more as to how you are feeling. It's you have to internalize it. But in comedy, it's more outwardly and it's more like kind of the give and take, the exchange. So it was new for me. And also it would be nerve-wracking on certain days. So, so did the two of you like figure out rhythms? Me and Shasha? Me no, and Kiara. You and Kiara because me you said your co-host you know, was with, I think, Shasha. With Shasha, yeah. Figured out all the rhythms. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we used to choreograph the scene before. I think so much of uh, comedy is about the rhythm of the scene written. You know, a lot of people don't give enough credit to the words of the uh, the dialogues. And uh, sometimes when you're writing comedy, each, you can't uh, uh, misplace two words. So, for example, if it's written, tu aja, you can't say, Are aja na tu. 
because your next line is dependent on that mm. so a lot of our rehearsals and we got really fortunate we got to rehearse a lot was about just understand the rhythm of the scene just understand that six mm-hmm. lines are going to lead to the seventh line which is the punch so if these six lines are not correct the seventh line is not going to land so i think we rehearsed a lot and in that rehearsals with all the actors we kind of started understanding that okay this is the rhythm of the film this is how it needs to flow and i think by the time we reached set i think they all woke up by then also, we knew that okay this is how it's going to play out. what i kind of understood also in midway the process was uh, comedy as a genre demands a lot of spontaneity also like yeah. at that moment you have to be completely there and i could validate it by by thinking about all the actors that i've admired in this genre which is govinda which is akshay kumar uh, everybody is just a very spontaneous you know they are very spontaneous yeah. as actors mm-hmm. so i sense that okay this probably is the only genre where too much prep is harmful for the yeah, for the scene that you can't really prep a lot in your own head you just have to leave it and go with the flow and really kind of be in the moment me in the moment and yeah. just kind of be spontaneous so that was me yeah kira your character suku has more going on than she lets on yeah um and you know i was just wondering vijay devarkonda had once told me that i'm you know i asked him about being likable on screen hmm. and he said i'm here to tell stories i'm not here to be liked no. uh, did you have any sense of that like is she going to be likable is she not are those things you worry about as an actor um yeah but it's also more instinctive i mean you know she she's not what like you said she's you what she's you see is going not on. what you get there's right. a lot going on yeah but i think the the theme of the film is such that um even though there's so many gray zones and you don't you know it takes a while till you know what's happening with each character i feel the likability factor it it just becomes so much more interesting when you're playing like when it's so mysterious and when you don't know what's happening i mean there's just so you're you're constantly guessing and and figuring out what's happening and i think um i think i don't know i don't look at the like i, I don't look at it like i don't know if i've ever played a character which is to me seemed like oh but i don't like this character i don't think then yeah. i would you know take on that character i've always found something quirky or something interesting or something real and relatable in that character which makes me feel like okay fine let's take this on so yeah that's how i've looked at it so shang you're also in the movie <laughs> <laughs> oh yes are you a closet actor I'm an open actor. Open actor. <laughs> There's nothing closeted about that. Man, we've we've acted together in a play directed by Nasiruddin Shah. Really? He was the lead actor in the play. I was the, the main play. lead, and he was the supporting cast. <laughs> Not even supporting. I was like the. I was I was the Shashank in that <laughs> play. What he is in the film. Great. <laughs> so, guys, I'm Vicky, and he's Shashank. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, so does that help you direct actors better? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I actually joined film school wanting to be a director. they didn't offer me the director seat they said you have no background but i had done dancing and some theater so they gave me an actor seat and nasir saab was my hod and the day i started doing workshops with him i realized that the crux of scenes is this scene building which nasir saab started teaching us regarding every whether it's a comedy whether it's whether it's a tragedy there is something called truth of the moment if that scene feels alive and truthful it will connect to an audience we might try and perform it but if it doesn't feel real it's not going to land and i spent 4 years with nasir saab just trying to understand that truth that how does a scene become truthful and then if you discover that you can put it in any genre and then you really get performances which touch your heart so i think it really helps me and i think also what helps is the actors take me seriously uh, in the sense of when i tell them that this performance is lacking something 
I can actually guide them to what I want and not by trying to act it out, but just trying to get them emotionally over it. You know, Vicky, I was talking to a producer who said that given the current state of cinema, especially Hindi cinema, um, the flux, the hits and misses, which seem to be even more erratic, you know, the whole idea of nobody knows anything is even more true now. He said that for younger heroes, the, the problem is that we don't have the directors who can take them to the next level in, a, in the way that, let's say, Shah Rukh had Taran Anadi mm. or uh, Salman had Suraj. Mm. Uh, do you agree with that? I'm such a man, I've never thought I really did not. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I just, I just, I just know for a fact that films make an actor a star. That's true. You know, it's not the other way around. And uh, I just follow my instinct and just go for the scripts that I kind of uh, get, like, like you know, you know, affected by, mm. and the directors I've been wanting to work with. And apart from that, I really don't know these calculations. And it's also very easy to calculate all of these in retrospect that you know, after 20 years okay you know this actor got made by this director and this journey and everything but I don't think they were thinking while they were doing it you know in retrospect probably 20 years later even I'll think that oh my career got made because this happened and that happened but while I'm doing it I don't know if my mind is going in that direction probably it's true because the producer would be coming from some experience and he would obviously be knowing more but I guess I guess it's true and uh, but if we have that those directors now or not I guess, I guess we are all in a in a in a kind of uh, we are all on a bend together, where we are co constantly evolving together. You know, the directors, the actors, all the young directors, and all the young actors. So I guess it's only uh, in time that we'll come to know if it's actually true or not. Um, so I guess yeah. <laughs> Too hard to say. Too hard to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Kiara Vidya had said to me. I I interviewed her just before Jalsa, and she said to me, "It's actually for the first time." better roles are being written for women yeah. than for men. Because with men, um, it's actually becoming more unidimensional because it's back to the larger-than-life uh, mm. persona that, that we sort of ha had kind of moved away from in the last 20 years. Do you feel that in the scripts that are coming to you? Do you sense that there is an actual evolution? Absolutely. I feel... But I must say, while on one hand, yes, I do feel like... Um, you know, there are very interesting parts that are being written that, are, that I've been reading as well. But in this last one, two years with um, films coming back to theatres and everyone looking for, oh, it has to be a larger than life film to be a theatrical. Yeah. yeah. I see. It, it seems to be that these interesting characters suddenly become, oh, let's put it on OTT or let's like there's this divide that's happening. Mm. And we're again going back into this into this box of it has to be larger than life and mm. idealistic to be a cinema experience which I hope that we don't fall into that trap because like off late I mean I don't know if it's happened for others or it's just with me but I've read so many characters who are like but ye dekh chuke hai. and like you know why are we going why are we trying to make something larger than life if it let's like why not just like stick with the content and the story and I feel today even like for example Adrisham 2 it's done phenomenal business and it's a very good story. So I think content is above everything else. We don't have to only look for that, you know, the VFX and this and that for it to be a cinema experience kind of film. And somewhere there, I feel off late, I personally have been, have been wondering that, that 
why can't these characters when we speak of these interesting characters especially for women why can't there still be that mainstream uh you know that that yeah. why can't it still be a theatrical experience absolutely i think that's a very very relevant concern because my worry is exactly the same that yeah. eventually women's narratives will become it'll become sort of a ghetto on screaming yeah. or streaming uh, you know where where they'll just say oh but female led okay so yeah mm. so it has to be on ott which and not so to I say that change that i want to see that change right i want to be able to see us take on those roles and then take it on in maybe a more like i'm sure these are universal stories i'm sure these are stories that we can um we can even see um on the big screen and enjoy with the community watching experience yeah. so yeah so so we're almost at the end of the year what's what's a film an indian film that you saw that made you go i wish i'd done that Anyone, Shashank. I recently saw a Tamil film called Love Today, and I thought that such a cool, such a cool love story in the present generation, made at such a small budget, but so interesting. And as someone who's always written love stories, I just felt like, wow, man, this is such a new take on a love story today. Such a unique concept of just a boy and a girl falling in love, and the father says, "If you want to get married, great. Just exchange your phone for twenty-four hours, and let's see what happens after that." and i remember seeing that film very recently and i just went oh my god will i give my phone to my wife <laughs> such a relevant story such a relevant plot and again beautifully made simply made at a very small budget and uh, it did some 70 odd crores in tamil cinema so again breaking the norm of what we were speaking that it doesn't matter the size of or what it looks like it needs to be a film which connects to your heart and i think i really loved it today uh, when i saw that film i'm like you know if i was younger I wish that's the love story I would have made. Nice. For me, I think it was Gangubai. I was just like I couldn't blink while watching that film. I thought Alia was phenomenal in the film, and I just think what Sanjay sir does and the way he brings it out of his artist is, I wish I had you know been a part of something like that. For me, it was Arada. Oh, <laughs> you wanted to leap was, out with those animals. I was just going to say that when Absolutely. that happened, I had I had just gone, and I think that's the beauty of Rajamouli sir is that, and not just for actors, he just evokes that emotion for every person who's watching that film. That totally. I want to be there. I yeah. want to do that. I want to jump out of that like truck with those animals. It's just it's just how he transports you yeah. into that world, and I think every time every time he's made a film, he's made me feel like. I just wanted to be a part of that film. I wish I was a part of that film. Yeah, so, yeah. it was a high. Oh, it was completely, it was. Yeah. completely. Was that that moment, incredible. Yeah, it was. I incredible. think that's the film I've seen the most number of times this year. Yeah, and every time it still lands. Every time. every single time, every it's like yes, time. there go the animals. It's that incredible. That climax action sequence is just probably one of the best in any cinema. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Okay, and what are the big hopes for twenty three? Uh, what would you like to do as an actor, as an director what what's the one ambition okay i uh, hope and pray and i wish that we don't give in to the fears that is uh, being clouded right now as to yaar ye nahi chal raha wo nahi chal raha ye nahi ho raha wo nahi ho raha and there are all sorts of theories that get made and that get broken with every film that works or doesn't work uh, and that really takes the center stage that discussion and we feel that's the new formula and then everybody goes in that direction and then it changes and then we go into this direction so i i hope and pray that we don't we kind of break that and we follow our instincts fearlessly as we have always done and mm. uh, just believe that people are only wanting to watch good films irrespective of the genre irrespective of the language the actors the stars 
they just want to watch a good film so i think we should just focus all of us actors directors writers everything to just follow our own instincts fearlessly uh, with the most uh, honest intentions to entertain people that's it no formula no too much calculation and we just not get led by fear but get led by the right energy with the right passion to entertain them lovely yeah. you should be a politician <laughs> i hope not for the sake of the country <laughs> but that's a very inspiring speech thank you yeah <laughs> i want to do everything that i have not done before which is which is a lot of things that i want to do it and not say it i'd rather ah, do surprise. it yeah, and not yeah, say it yeah. huh. and i want to enjoy everything that i do i don't want it to feel like a business i don't want it to feel monotonous i don't want i want to feel like that same girl who when i came with, for my first film i had that that drive that creative passion you know that i that i just want to enjoy this and like save every moment of it and i want to make sure that this coming year 2023 is is that is that version of me but then new renewed and better version? i think um it is easy to get consumed by you know there's a lot going on in this field it, there's a lot that we have to learn to adapt to and adjust to um and sometimes some people sometimes we make it look easy but it's not easy it's not easy to do that and i think somewhere there uh you you can have a moment where everything else feels so consuming that you forget that reason why you came here and why you wanted to do this um so i don't want to forget that I'm, because i know that that's the real joy that i get so i think if i my focus is always on that everything else will fall into place hopefully i'm praying uh, <laughs> but yeah that's that's what my 2023 resolution hopefully would be nice uh, i just hope for more trust between uh, producers and directors actors and directors i really feel like i'm very fearless i when i came in i was fearless i still remain that but often times when i'm interacting with a lot of peer people there's a lot of fear there's a fear of performance there is a fear of their own anticipation expectation and i also feel there is a lot of visual context given to you when you make a film there are so much content that you're watching is it similar to this can mm-hmm. we make this can we do that i really feel we should blank that out go to the script and say what can we make from this really trust each other and say that you know what we made great films before we can still make it i mean there's a lot of chat about what films uh, hindi cinema is making just in 2018 19 we've had films like badai ho we've had a stree we have had a good news a uri a gali boy so it's not that pre pandemic we were not making good content it's just been two years and two years which has taken a toll on the entire world so i really feel we should blank out everything and say you know what we know how to make cinema let's make stories which connect to people and i really hope we trust each other we don't lose this sense of trust that uh i am a product of karan johar's trust he just read a script of mine and he said i believe in you you can make this film and i feel all of us really if we trust each other we can really make good films but we shouldn't really burden ourselves with context mm-hmm. and uh, and sometimes uh, unfair you know like sometimes if, if i might imagine a grand spectacle don't compare me to a raja mauli immediately uh, you know his bahubali was his ninth eighth or ninth film he's had his learning curve i'm still on my fourth film i will learn and i will get there so i feel really let's put things into context and really trust each other and i believe we can make great things now i'm going to ask you the same question yes then what do you expect can't just signal that we need to stop no, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, now we know no, because, because see the thing is you look at it from a much wider perspective yeah, right. and uh, in a much you're, you're still in the middle of the storm but still you 
you have a kind of objectivity towards it as well. So actually, it would be insightful for us to know that how do you see it. I I see it exactly what what you're saying. You've got to follow your instincts because nobody knows anything. Mm. Uh, and to imagine that you can preempt, and this is not new information. We've always known that Absolutely. you can't preempt the audience. Yeah. Uh, you cannot second guess the audience. You will not know what will work. Mm. So just make what you love. Yeah. And that's what they all do. Anybody who's made a damn good film has made something out yeah. of great yeah. love. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I think that has to be the starting point. After that, money, etc., will come in. Everything. Else. You know. Yeah. But and also, the sense of you know that uh, when you see a Pushpa, for example. Yeah. I can't go and make a Pushpa. I've not lived that life. Sure. I've not had those experiences. Yeah. So just aping something by seeing the grammar of it, it's not going to make it an authentic film. Absolutely. You know, mm. uh, you need to find the story which you have lived, experienced, loved. And tell that story, and then you can figure out whether I want to say it like a Bahubali or whether I want to say it like a love today. You can figure out those things, but I think it needs to be a story which comes from your heart. It can't be a story which is aped. Always from the heart. Yeah, absolutely. On that happy note, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Film Companion podcast. Stay tuned for more reviews, interviews, and all that's hot and happening in pop culture and entertainment. Set summer in motion. With the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet, like the CRV and Accord, with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech. Summer's here. Make every adventure more electrifying with Honda. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CRV Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details.